some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben. Well, the timing is perhaps a little bit strange, but no, we spent the whole offseason saying Leonard Fournette's a bust. He's going too early. He might get cut. Didn't think it was going to happen before week one. Welcome to a bonus edition of Fantasy Football Today. Adam Azer, Jimmy Eisenberg, and Dave Richard. Wow. Jamie, uh, Leonard Fournette out in Jacksonville. Give me your uh, give me your immediate reaction. You said it. You know, I, we, we kind of expected something like this to happen, whether it was going to be a trade or him getting released, but you would have thought it would have happened before training camp. So the timing is just odd that he's made it this far going through practices, you know, with a new offensive coordinator in Jay Gruden. But clearly there's something going on there that they wanted to move on from him. And now it's which backfield is he going to ruin? Because that's the thing that I'm so terrified about right now for the leagues that have already drafted. uh, You know, you could see Chicago with David Montgomery going down and, you know, the depth there with Tariq Cohen as a different kind of guy. The two that scare me, uh, Philadelphia and Tampa Bay, you know, especially Philadelphia because Miles Sanders is a first round pick and the the lower leg injury week to week, you know, that they've been maybe in search of, of another guy, but um, and now the rush to see who's going to be the best back in Jacksonville, you know, because Chris Thompson's a different kind of running back and Reichwell Armstead and divine Ozigbo or however you say it. Um, you got it. You know, that's going to be uh, that that's, that's the fun thing. So I, I know we're going to talk about it a lot, but it's just, uh, I, it's more about where Fournette goes than what Jacksonville does. Dave, what's your reaction? Pretty much the exact same thing. Um, I had actually heard positive things about Fournette in training camp and how he seems to have bought in and he was the best um, early downs running back that they had. And I don't know, maybe something happened. Maybe the coaches just finally um, convinced Dave Caldwell to let him go. The timing just seems really weird. I'm I'm not going to get too excited about any of the running backs left behind in Jacksonville. Obviously, if you had taken Rock Armstead with like a round 12 pick, that's great. Stash him, see what happens. Um, I've heard people talk about taking Reichel Armstead as early as round six. I think that's ridiculous. I think that they're going to use multiple backs. I think this solidifies Chris Thompson. Definitely one of those 50 catch type of running backs. Just not a lot of carries to go with it. And uh, Ozigbo and James Robinson are two running backs in their backfield that the coaches probably like. And maybe what happened is the coaches saw enough of um, Robinson. Robinson had a big opportunity in their scrimmage over the weekend. Um, he played a lot of red zone snaps. He's a physical runner. He, he Ozigbo is too. And both of them, um, I'm not sure what they can do as far as pass catching goes, but Reichwell can as well. And they probably just said, look, we've got some guys that are as good as Fournette. We can save some money by cutting Fournette. I don't know if they'll actually be able to save the money because there's a grievance about his salary for this year, but they probably just had enough of him and they let him go. Uh, Fournette isn't going to be a great fit in any offense that does zone running. He's got to be in a north-south physical type of an offense for him to do well. I don't know how many of the teams that Jamie mentioned would view Fournette as a good fit for their offense, but they might see him as a warm body who can contribute on the cheap. So that's probably going to be where Fournette ends up is going to be as a part-time running back for this year. Okay. Leonard Fournette was a top 10 pick in the NFL draft once upon a time fourth overall he went ahead of do you want to hear the whole list of everybody he went ahead of? well i was just gonna say like he was the fourth overall pick reichel armstead was a fifth round pick and divino zigbo was an undrafted free agent so if they really think that they're better with those guys then boy what a failure of a draft pick this is this this isn't about talent this this is this is everything else Uh, yeah Uh, but okay so you so this little reminds me a little bit of duke johnson last year because round six is probably I feel like 
where people were taking him, and that was obviously a huge disappointment. And that was too soon then. Um, it was too soon then, so, and it's too soon for Armstead now. Okay, so so why is that, though? Because, like, who else are they going to give the ball to? Ozigbo, Ozigbo had nine carries last year. Uh, Armstead only had 35. I, I, I mean, when would you take... Okay, when would you take Raquel Armstead, and why isn't he going to get a lot of work? I think we got to see, you know, there are still some running backs on the market and, you know, some guys are about to get cut. So, you know, that's something that you could see uh, as a potential move Jacksonville makes just to have somebody that's a little bit more seasoned. The name that, you know, you probably hear the most is, is Devontae Freeman. But um, if they go with this group, it, the only one that I would really be interested in is Chris Thompson, because I, I, I think you're going to see potentially the other three guys, you know, with, uh, with Armstead, Ozigbo and Robinson, you know, getting some work, but Thompson is Jay Gruden's guy. Thompson is, you know, a guy that's going to be involved in the passing game for a team that's going to be trailing every single week. So, you know, that's the one that if you're saying I want to target somebody, you know, in PPR, that's the guy that I think you look at and he has the potential to be, you don't draft him this way, but he has the potential to be James White and Tariq Cohen and, and, and those type of guys, because we've seen it from him, you know, when he was in Washington and healthy, he was fantastic. But he has a hard time staying healthy, you know, and that's the biggest issue. So um, he's the one that if you've already drafted uh, and gotten him late, kudos to you. If your draft is still coming up, that's a guy in PPR that I'd be looking at somewhere in the round nine, round 10 range, because I do think that he's going to catch a ton of passes in this offense that is dealing with a D.D. Westbrook injury. Uh, LaVisca Chenault showed up on the injury report over the weekend. And so, you know, with uh, with what. Jay Gruden's offense is going to be with the history there and with what Gardner Minshew showed you last year with 76 catches to, or, or arms, excuse me, Minshew and, and Foles showed you last year, but Fournette with 76 catches, different offense, but again, you know, quarterbacks that will throw to their running backs, specifically Minshew who started the majority of games. Do you know who they're going to give the ball to Adam? They're going to give the ball to Gardner Minshew. This team's throwing 637 times this year. That's the number. That's yeah. the past <laughs> And Minshew's moving up. I would move Minshew up with this news. To where? Because, let's okay. Um, let's let's settle in. Where I would take him you, over Cam. I'm taking Gardner wow. Minshew over Cam Newton. I would. I, I'm gonna have some trouble doing it over Goff, um, over Daniel Jones, over Roethlisberger. But he's he immediately comes to mind as somebody who just a volume quarterback who also will run a little bit. Okay. Yeah, he, I was gonna say he's he's probably gonna be their leading rusher. I don't know if he'll be their leading rusher, but he's he's gonna he's gonna have the ball a lot this year. He's gonna he's gonna do a lot. He's gonna throw a lot. This is huge for DJ Chark. It's huge for Chenault. I know he got banged up, but he could end up doing some things. I think they've been raving about Keelan Cole. Pick. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I don't think you have to draft or stash Keelan Cole at this no. point. You can always pick him up off the waiver wire. But my guess is that they're gonna just they're gonna feel their way through the run game with Armstead and Ozigbo and maybe Robinson too, but Thompson is the one in PPR that I think you can feel the best about as long as he's on the field. But none of these guys are like useful until round nine at the absolute earliest. Okay. Chris Thompson, the last four seasons, he's been on pace for over 60 catches. You know, if you just look at the last four seasons, but that's, he hasn't played more than 11 games or last three seasons, rather it's 10, 10 and 11 games, but he's been on pace for over 60 catches. So, so that is good for Chris Thompson. Um, Armstead had a bit of an audition in Week 17. He was really good in the passing game uh, that that week. Uh, he had like over 50 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then Zigbo came in, mostly got some some garbage time work in that game. So it does look pretty ugly. It does look pretty messy. Um, round nine um, is just 
Yeah. Here, here's something that's, that's coming across right now. Michael DeRocco covers the Jaguars for ESPN. I don't know if Doug Marone's talking, but he just tweeted, Jaguars coach Doug Marone says, says Leonard Fournette's release is all about what he's seen on field during camp, not locker room issues. He feels like group of young backs behind Fournette can give team better chance to win. Doing it now gives them chance to get rotation figured out. And as you can imagine, I've uh, been you know texting with uh, Pete Prisco. He says James Robinson is somebody that's really caught their eye. So okay. it could be Robinson as the guy maybe leading the way. And then, the, you know, working out the, the rest of the guys. That's, again, he's speculating. I, I know that, you know, from what, you know, Pete has said. But, um, you know, it sounds okay. like we're starting to get a little bit more more answers on this. Uh, here, again, Duraco, uh, Jaguars coach Doug Marone also said, team exhausted all their chances to try and trade Fournette. He was on the trading block before the draft, but nothing developed. Clearly nothing developed since either. So, okay, there you go. Okay, so let's wrap this up. Who's the first Jaguars running back you're drafting and when? And, okay, well, let's start. Who's the first one you're drafting? I mean, I said it already. Chris, Chris Thompson. Thompson, you know, round round eight, I think, would be a spot that I would consider depending on how backs are coming off the board. Thompson and PPR round nine, Armstead non-PPR round nine. Okay, compare them, let's say, Armstead or a Dolphins running back. Oh, both Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. Miami <laughs> Dolphins. Uh, are you going to take, like, Alexander Madison, Chase Edmonds, Latavius Murray over Reichwell Armstead? I absolutely yes. would if I had the starters in front of them and I wanted to do the old insurance policy handcuff two-step Baru. Okay. And would you take Chris Thompson in PPR or James White? Oh, White. White. Yeah. Okay. Would you take Matt Breida or Chris Thompson? Still Breida. Breida. All right. And are you going to move DJ Chark up in your rankings? It's hard to think about it. What, what Jamie? It's hard. What? It's hard for me to get him higher. Yeah, you know, I mean, right around twenty for me. Okay, so, you know, that's that's about where he'll settle. Oh my! I'm thinking around would, four. You know, so I, I think there's uh, there's not much more he can get to. The next guy I was thinking about moving him ahead of would be Odell Beckham. Wow. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I'm ready to do that. Odell Beckham and Amari Cooper, I think, are the two next guys. All right, listen. And the right is to move him over. I don't. I I know people don't like when I give my opinion. Sometimes I'm just gonna say. The Jaguars are going to be really bad. I thought about it. Right. I think they're going to be really bad. I think again. That's why you want you want Thompson and maybe just let the rest yeah. of it Woo. fade by the wayside. They stay. Um, Go to Vegas right now. Put your money on the over win total. Adam thinks the Jaguars are going to. They be are really the bad. Like they're, they're heavy favorites for the number one pick. They are terrible. And yeah, it's going to be uh, wow. going to be bad, especially when they sign somebody else and 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 you get ruined by anybody that you just drafted. So don't don't take the backup guy. Just take Thompson. That's the only one you should draft. Don't All take right. Armstead. Don't take Robinson. Don't take Ozigbo. Just take Thompson, and don't drop Fournette. I know people are going to say, "Oh wait, yeah, when do we draft Fournette? How can I not ask that question? When would you draft? Like Glenn I'm Fournette? taking four. I might take. No, I don't know if I'm necessarily taking him ahead of all the Jaguars running backs. Oh, for sure you're taking him ahead of the Jaguars running backs, not named Thompson and PPR. Why? Because I think there's like small he chance to, he becomes he a starter. To, if he yeah. goes to a team that does not have a solid starter in front of them, by name the middle one of the team. Season, name Tampa one team. Bay. We've seen They've got a Bay. solid starter. No, they we've do seen for it. now. Yeah. Philadelphia, you could see a mess there. Chicago, you could see a mess there. I mean, there are teams where you could see it getting messy. I'm not, I'm not hoping for it, but I mean, you mm-hmm. can see it. That's I feel like someone needs to be seriously hurt in order for Fournette to get a Well, game okay, like you have Philadelphia and Chicago, two guys that are hurt. <laughs> are they seriously hurt? There's we, talk that well, they're I mean, be ready to go. I mean, for Montgomery, Montgomery hurt his groin, so yes, he's seriously hurt. To what extent and how long he's out, that's a different conversation, but he's seriously hurt that he's missing time. And the fact that Miles Sanders is week to week, 
I mean, that's that's not good. So no, I think Chicago would be a good fit for him, for for Fournette as far as just now they could have a two-headed early downs back with right. Montgomery, and they could let Montgomery heal up a little bit, and Fournette can play. But I don't think there's a scenario out there where Fournette falls into a workload of 225 touches this year, right now, which is if, why you can't draft him. Why I, 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 he's like a round ten flyer. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, round eight at the earliest. If you're speculating, just you know, with the hope that he signs somewhere. But the thing, <laughs> imagine if Bill O'Brien just went one trip out for the Jaguars, <laughs> like a fourth round pick, and kept DeAndre Hopkins, like what a schmuck. <laughs> I, I, it's crazy. Uh, all right, guys. I think he, he, so he wouldn't much. even have to. We could have just he could have just waited till the Jaguars well, cut I mean, Fournette, I mean, and then the, he decided the, that's chess. That would have the, been the chess move. The, <laughs> he still might go get Fournette. They they can't. You know, I, I also wouldn't rule out is is uh, is Cincinnati as insurance for Mixon. Well, they mean, really like Travion and it, Gio. It, let's it, not even, guys. Just, let's not even do this because we're going to do another bonus podcast whenever he signs somewhere. So just everybody. But I mean, yeah, people. Are I got I got one more that might really make you puke though. Okay, Pittsburgh. Uh, I'd be surprised. I would that's be too a, at this point. That's a team but, that's not going to take on a headache. They're they're too smart. Yeah, but if they want to have good, reliable depth, could they be something. They mean, should have reliable depth better. at this point with Snell and McFarland. I'd say. Oh, they're definitely comfortable with them. But there was one I, point where there was some speculation. I hope. I hope he goes to the Jets. Just make. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> now that That'd would be, be awesome. something. <laughs> Just go. I mean. Hey, they just lost Kalen Balaj. <laughs> right. I know. I had Fournette to that mix. How do you recover from that? What a room that would be. Oh, boy. Frank Gore would be like, oh, get me to Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Gore retires. Okay, guys. Just that's it. That's our bonus it. pod. Jaguars. Wait, you don't want to hear all the names that the Jaguars okay. passed up for Fournette? Go ahead. Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt, James Conner, Tree Cohen, Marlon Mack, Aaron Jones, Chris Carson, Austin Eckler. What a great class. Nice job, Jackson. It was a great running back class. Wow. Do you know that uh, in in the startup dynasty league that the team we share, Adam, which has just been an absolute monster since this league started, and the reason it's been an absolute monster is because I had the second pick in the rookie draft, and the first pick was Leonard Fournette. The second pick was Christian McCaffrey. Wow, man, who could have seen this coming? Okay. That's it for our bonus podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you all for listening to Fantasy Football Today in 5. Go subscribe to that podcast. We've got another episode coming up later today where we'll get uh, some more takes on Fournette and see what's developing there. And uh, we've got a lot more for you, obviously, as well. Email us, fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. And leave Jamie and Adam. See you later.